Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. Joining us on the line now, we have Stephen Grudz, the Head of African Governance and Diplomacy Program at the South African Institute of International Affairs, the SAIIA. Stephen, a very good afternoon to you and thank you for joining us. Hi, Michael. Very happy to be here. No, great to have you on board, Stephen, and thank you for taking the time to join us on the afternoon overdrive on 101.9 High FM. Looking at uh, China now, calling for a Gaza peace conference up until now, uh, should we say audibly, visually somewhat absent from affairs happening in the Middle East at the moment, until now, well, what do you make of China's sudden diplomatic move regarding Israel and uh, the Palestinians and what's transpiring in Gaza? Well, you're right. It, it is uh, a sudden move, but you, you also got to remember that uh, China has been asserting itself on the international stage. Just last year, we saw it broker a very unlikely deal between Saudi Arabia and Iran, which had had bad diplomatic relations or no diplomatic relations, in fact, for a number of years. So it's not its first foray into the Middle East peacemaking uh, business. Right. But it does come somewhat as a surprise. It's it's part of, I think, China's uh, flexing of its diplomatic muscles on the international stage. Um, and, you know, look, I think there are many uh, uh, attempts to try and bring some kind of peace to, to the Middle East, to the Israeli-Gaza uh, conflict. And uh, this is just another one of them. I'm not sure it has much uh, chance of succeeding or be, even being paid much attention, mm. but... It has come through from China in, in, the, in the last couple of days. Stephen, looking at uh, China's uh, economic and trade uh, track record as of late, uh, the Chinese economy not looking promising quite at the moment. Uh, do you think that this now is an, an endeavor to uh, calm and stabilize global trading in its interests? It could be, but you know, China is still growing at 5% a year. Uh, South Africa would give its back teeth to, to be Certainly. growing at that level. Um, so, so it may well have slowed down, and it has, but it's still a formidable e- international economic force. But yes, China likes stability, and China likes predictability, and any kind of conflict uh, on the world stage that's going to play havoc with prices uh, and inflation and so on and so forth is not good for China. Um, but, you know, I'm not sure that it brings enough gravitas and enough knowledge of this particular conflict um, mm. to really be a mediator. I mean, the, the, the fact, though, is that in the last 25 years, China has massively ramped up its trade with Middle Eastern countries, including Israel and its neighbors, uh, of course, also with Africa. So it is hugely uh, present and and engaged and involved in these economies. So mm. it's not totally foreign to it. Sure. Stephen, um, given China's, uh, shall we say, rhetoric, uh, rhetorical background, you could say, um, in, in, in past times, could we perhaps be seeing a more balanced, liberal approach from China compared to its hardline stances it's previously taken? Uh, on what in particular, Michael? Well, from, a, from a, an international perspective. Um, yeah, it, it's always it's I mean, always been steadfast in what it's you know, in yeah. what it's preached. Now all of a sudden, it's, it looks as if it really wants to kind of like convey an image that it's uh, that it's that it's a more shall we say uh, liberal but balanced out uh, platform or uh, country yeah. which is trying to you know like garner support yeah. and image globally. Yeah. 
I wouldn't say liberal, but certainly uh, uh, China does want respect and recognition on the international stage. Um, it's an important uh, arena for China, which for many, many years was, was very inward-looking. Um, we've seen with the massive increase of trade that how outward-looking China has been in the last three decades. Um, you know, but in, in order to play that role, it needs credibility and mm. it needs uh, support of other countries. So maybe it is an attempt to to start getting that support and to be uh, an active uh, player in trying to resolve some of the major conflicts. I mean, it's, it's also made a uh, peace uh, drive in terms of Russia-Ukraine, for what it's worth. Again, not something that has gone very far. Indeed. Um, something I was, uh, I was just pondering, um, do you think that, uh, that this could, uh, given China's uh, historical ties with countries like Russia and North Korea and what have you, could they perhaps be raising an eyebrow at China's approach in this, in this matter? I think they are seeing partners very much uh, uh, in their relationship with China, including Russia. So I don't think they'll be too phased one way or the other. Mm. You know, let's see if this has any legs and, and, and whether it gains any traction. I have my doubts. Sure. Um, but, uh, I, you know, I don't think North Korea is going to be able to uh, dictate what China does or doesn't do on the international stage, either, as with Russia as well, or That's Cuba, or any of, Venezuela, any sure. of those other sort of easternly-leaning countries. Indeed. Stephen, we've just about run out of time. Thank you so much for joining us. Just to give us your thoughts on China's stance uh, regarding this uh, call for a Gaza peace conference. Uh, what are China's motives? What are their intentions? We can only just wait and see as the press, as the various news platforms unveil exactly what China is really all about uh, in this case. Stephen Grutsch, the head of African Governance and Diplomacy Program at the South African Institute of International Affairs.